He'll make it all right. Whatever you want. God is able. Whatever you need. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of a few minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget, uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace giving uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, so seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, we thank you for your many blessings and we thank you for your protection and your guidance. Lord. Right now we ask you to open our minds and hearts and spirits for you. We thank you for getting us through another week and we ask you and lift up those, Lord, who Still struggling, Lord, and need to fall on bended knees, Lord, and ask you to help them to overcome, to make stronger and better in whatever situation they're in. Oh, God, we love you right now. We ask you bless your servant, this weak, feeble body that I am. Fill me with your Holy Ghost in presence. It was power right now from on high. Bless the words. Those on the sound of my voice might hear to help them adapt, to achieve, to amend whatever is in the life that needs to be given to you. Oh God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight, oh my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. And going in our series, continuing, uh, get your acts together, still dealing in the book of Acts, chapter 5. Today, we 21st verse, we know leading up to this, the disciples, Peter and John and disciples are, um, have disobeyed the Sanhedrin council and are still preaching and teaching uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. And not only that, they have gotten uh, taken out of prison by the angel and told to go right to the place to the temple and preach and teach about that life last Sunday sermon about that life of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and going right back to the place where they were arrested the first time and uh, we pick up in verse chapter in verse five, chapter 5 verse 21 uh, pick up here uh, the sent uh, even the sent the guard to go and pick them up, bring them to them so that they might exact whatever punishment they see fit. But verse 21, I'll be reading the CSB translation. Whatever translation you have, we do ask you to follow along. Dr. Luke writes this, when the high priest and those who were with him arrived, they convened the Sanhedrin, the full council of the Israelites, and sent orders to the jail 
to have them brought. But when the servants got there, they did not find them in the jail. So they returned and reported. We found the jail securely locked with the guards standing in front of the doors. But when we opened them, we found no one inside. As the captain of the temple, police, and the chief priests heard these things, they were baffled about them, wondering what would come of this. Someone came and reported to them, look, the men you put in jail are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then the commander went with the servants and brought them in without force because they were afraid the people might stone them. And after they brought them in, they had them stand before the Sanhedrin. And the high priest asked, Didn't we strictly order you not to teach in this name? Look, you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and are determined to make us guilty of this man's blood. Peter and the apostles replied, We must obey our God, or obey God rather than people. The God of our ancestors raised up Jesus, whom you had murdered by hanging him on a tree. God exalted this man to his right hand as ruler and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. And so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. I just want to tag this text this morning. Uh, feel me today, Lord. Feel me today. Uh, there is a commercial that is used to come, that used to come on, uh, showed a woman who is obviously busy and overwhelmed and reaching her, her point of no return. And before long, she is shown looking up at the ceiling and screaming, cow gone, take me away. Some days and some moments when either you feel like folks are getting on your nerves and your veins, circumstances and situations are causing you to wonder if you lost your sanity and gone cray cray and not to mention that the enemy is trying to use whatever he can to try and influence your behavior your decision making and attitude some days instead of saying cow gone take me away we must ask the lord fill me today lord Fill me, fill me with more of you. Fill me with your power. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Matter of fact, somebody under the sound of my voice needs to ask for some feeling right now. And in the text, we see the disciples have gone from weak and scared to being filled with some holy boldness and holy power from the Lord. They are facing their enemies and trying to decipher and determine that if I keep on going this way, what will I be facing in the end? And right now they don't care because they have decided to follow Jesus in everything they do. Ought to have a witness out there somewhere. Somebody ought, ought to be as bold as Peter and John and the disciples and standing for Jesus no matter what you're facing. No matter what you're going through, 
no matter what seems like you can't make it through. You're facing arduous, arduous times and hard times, and it looks like there is no way out. Here we see Peter, Paul, Peter and John, rather, <laughs> facing what looks like a trying test. Here they are in front of these same people, their enemies. These enemies, anybody who goes against God is an enemy of God. These Sanhedrins are uh, the Sanhedrin council, those who make up the council, are going against Peter and John and the disciples because they told them not to preach in that name. Oh, uh, my brothers and sisters, well, first, we, first thing we look at, can God can make enemies look foolish. <laughs> Verses 20 through 22 to 25, when the high priest and those who were with him arrived, they convened the Sanhedrin. Once they convened, they told him, go bring them here. They had heard they were in the temple again, preaching and teaching, probably by Solomon's colonnade. They would not be able to go into the sacrificial place in the temple. So they're outside in the colonnade, teaching and preaching Jesus. But look, look, look in the text. It said they went, the guards went and looked, and behold, they were not inside. Hmm. Right there, it tells me that God will take care of you if you just honor him. He'll make your enemies look foolish in the process. When people scam and scheme and try to make you look small and try to make you look bad, God will come in your defense. Yeah, look at the God. Look at the Sanhedrin. Same God. It rose Jesus from the grave, the same God that resurrected Jesus without moving the rock, just to show that he did not need the rock to get to get out, but he was showing that he was not in there. He's able to get out. And then therefore he's able to help you get out <laughs> or whatever is impeding your progress. And these guards found the door securely locked, but nobody inside. Mind your guards standing all around, but nobody inside. They were baffled. See, God, God, God's still moving. God still working things out. So you go, what door is in front of you today? What blockade is there trying to impede your progress? What are you trying to do that maybe you need some supernatural? See, when you're following God, you don't have to be concerned about your enemies. They won't be able to stop you. you. Somebody can scream out, what is for me, it is for me. What he has for you, it is for you. What door is in your life that is keeping you from make, making the steps needed to maybe follow God a little closer? Or maybe you just haven't turned it over to him so he, had, he can have control over whatever it is that's impeding in your life. Whatever it is, and whoever it is, God can make your enemies look foolish. Especially when you're dealing with my God. You can't deal, you, you need to tell some folk who trying to hate on you and, and scandalize you and make you look, you, 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 you can't affect me. You can't affect my God. 
Because when he wants to work, he will work. <laughs> That's good news to know for somebody um, out there, someone out there who may be stuck in a rut and may not seem to see a way out. But just remember, God can handle it. God will make your enemies look foolish. God will take care of you. Just ask, come here, Brother Dave, and he'll tell you, I was in a cave. I had a chance to, to get Saul. I was in a cave. I was right, but God kept his hands on me. <laughs> Three Hebrew boys will tell you, he'll make you look, he'll make your enemies look foolish. Telling me not to praise my God. Throw me, threaten to throw me in the fire, and do throw me in, throw us in the fire, but who had the last laugh? God will make your enemies look foolish. That's what Peter and the disciples were banking on because they had God on their side. They didn't need to worry about whatever it was that came up in their life. Well, secondly, God expects holy boldness. Verse 26 through 28, Commander brought them in without force. They could have asked the crowd to help him, but they chose not to because they were afraid of the people might stone them. And as they brought them in to stand before the Sanhedrin, the high priest asked, didn't we strictly order you not to teach in this man, in this name? Look, you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and are determined to make us guilty of this man's blood. He tried to scare them. He tried to scare, intimidate them. As we've got to watch, the enemy always tries to intimidate us. He'll try to intimidate you, but tell you you can't do it, and reminding you of where you come from, and look how you used to be. If folk ain't going to listen to you, trying to intimidate you. They knew what you were doing. See? When you're seeing, you think you always, everybody knows your business. Probably nobody paid attention to you, but the devil will use it as a, a way to try to make you be quiet. But when in all reality, the enemy is the coward. <laughs> yes, yes, the enemy is the coward. He don't have the guts to come to you in your face. He don't, he does do stuff behind the scenes through other things. He, other me, because he already know he's been defeated. He's just trying to influence you so that you will stop praising God on your turn. He, he can't make you do anything. That what tickles me. The devil made me do it and all that garbage. No, the devil can't make you. But he can influence you. He can throw some things out there in your eyesight, in your ear to make you listen and see some things. And then, you, then once you see and listen, your, your body, your mind, behavior follows. Because where now was a thought, now becomes an action. And Paul said, hold every thought captive. <laughs> That's why he said in Rome, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Because you can't control your mind. You're going to control everything else. You will lose control of everything else. And you get a devil victory in your life. Your spiritual life will be shot because you've given him the victory. But these men had boldness. They come a long way now. Peter, disciples had scattered when Jesus was arrested. They scattered. They were afraid. 
But now look at them now. Holy boldness has got them to where they're defying those who tell them not to preach and teach Jesus Christ. Sometimes you got to disobey when it comes to God. <laughs> you got to disobey when it comes somebody telling you not to do something for the Lord and the Lord has commanded you. Sometimes you got to disobey. Yeah, he tell you not to pray in school. Well, I'm sorry. I got to pray wherever I can go. Not to read my, but no, I'm sorry. I got to read my Bible and, and make sure I give the Lord his, his time. So that I may, I may grow. May, may, I may grow in my faith and in my stature with the Lord. Sometimes what we think, uh, to happen, we pray for things and we think and some of these brethren may have thought they were not going to go to prison, but it's funny how God, uh, whatever he wants to do, we just need to rest in the fact that whatever way he works it out, we still will be victorious. That's where your faith comes in may not work it out the way you want them to, but it's worked out. Their past experience with God, the power of God, had filled them with faith for the presence. Uh, let me say that again. <laughs> Priest Pastor Mac, I'm doing the best I can. Their past experience had filled them with faith for the present. Oh, brothers and sisters, we have to understand that what you went through back in the day, it's just not for anything just to go through something, but it's to learn that you must depend and trust in Jesus. Oh, yeah, Peter had gone through enough to where they realized that when, when they, he had delivered them in the past, as the songwriter said, our cliches say, he'll do it again. He, he'll keep on doing it once we keep our faith and trust in him. Matter of fact, matter of fact, um, they couldn't incite the crowd. The scripture says guards didn't want them to make any kind of noise to noise in the sense of they didn't want to attract the wrong attention while they were bringing them because the crowd would have stopped and the disciples could have used that. But most of the time when we try to use a carnal solution in a spiritual circumstance, you can't help God be God. Yeah, you can't help God be God. He's already God. He don't need our help. We just need to recognize and understand that when he does help, <laughs> we need to give him the gratitude that he deserves. Well, my brothers and sisters, beloved, lastly, not only, not only, not only God can make your enemies foolish, not only does God expect Holy boldness. But lastly, take a look at God expects our obedience. And oh, my brothers and sisters, that old, the big old is something that we find hard to find. God expects our obedience. It's like Peter, apostles replied, we must obey God rather than people. God of our ancestors raised up Jesus, whom you murdered. <laughs> it said in verse 32, we are witnesses of these things. And so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. Fill me up today, Lord. Fill me today. 
<laughs> yes, we must obey God rather than men. Should be a motto that we should choose for everything in our life as a Christian. A question could be asked, are you obedient to God? Because we ought to obey God rather than man. The way, the way, the way to divine blessing is obedience to God. Because you can't be swayed by appearances or popular opinions. You can't let other folk determine what you do who you are, and what controls you. So today, where do you put your trust? Today, do you act based on what you perceive would make others like you? Or do you act based on what is in line with the Lord? Because if the opinions of people drive your behavior, you will never consistently obey God. And sometimes God's will is not popular among people. If you are worried about what others may think, you will never fully obey God. Because if you are a confessed Christian, you shouldn't depend on the crowd you're with. You should always seek to satisfy the Lord. And I like the text, the part that Peter gives a history lesson when he mentioned the God of our ancestors, that not only were they witnesses of the power of God, but people in the past had seen him work. They had been filled with the Holy Spirit. So church today, and those under the sound of my voice, who's going to make the decision for you to be filled today with his holy power. That's all we need is just a little bit of power from the Lord. And whatever we do, we can testify that I, although I was sinking deep in sin, far from a peaceful shore, badly stained deep within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea, he heard my despairing cry, and from the waters, Lifted me, not safe am I. That's our testimony. Love 
to love, love lifting me when nothing else could help. Love lifting me just like somebody wrote. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood. I know it was the blood that saved me one day when I was lost. He died upon the cross, and I know it was the blood for me. And if you know I'm right, you ought to shake your big old head. Now. Clap if you don't know Jesus in the part of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said would be a blessing for you be a blessing for you this week uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us bless you God bless you county line we love you to life and you can't do anything about it look forward to next week the Lord says the same we hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord God bless you and we'll see you next week Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say. Uh, I made it.